There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Hump Day. Beautiful Wednesday at that. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia. And of course, we have to talk a little bit about... Oh, oh them. Oh, yeah. oh, them. Oh, them. Just for... Just, this is just a royal headline roundup, okay? okay. And then we're going to move to... The other breaking uh, gossip of the day, the Kevin Costner divorce, which is quickly becoming a PR war. Yeah, it is. It really is. The royal headlines, these are funny headlines, made-up headlines, and factual headlines. Okay, am I going to decide? No, well, yeah, you can say. Okay, the weather for Saturday's coronation will apparently be pretty rainy and bleak. True. That is a factual headline. There you Mm -hmm. go, yep. Queen Camilla's (laughs) colorist slams Prince William and Princess Kate's follicle (laughs) Foibles. <laughs> okay, that's hysterical. That's made up. The, there was a colorist who had words about their follicles. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Hysterical. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Robert Jebson, he's the r- kind of rotund guy who weighs in on um, GMA. and Yes. He's kind of, I don't really like him, but anyway, here's what he said. He declared that Princess Diana will be the third person in Charles and Camilla's reign. Oh. Well, that's probably very true, unfortunately, yeah. after all these years. I mean, that's it's a bummer. Because they were a threesome when yep. they came together. They're yep. tied to the end. That is factual. Oh. Yep. Oh. Robert is not lying there. Um, here's a, one more for okay. you, Julia. Um, Dan Wooten wrote a column. He's been sued by Prince Harry. That Duchess Meghan is indeed succeeding at pulling focus from the coronation. Okay. Well, it's if they think that's true, it would be because she just got a big deal with an agency, um, W. Um, M-E. William Morris mm-hmm. Enterprise or whatever the E stands the, the for. The biggest agency. Yep. And that that just happened last week. So if that is pulling... Pulling ca- uh, coronation ca- attention? Right. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Okay. And <laughs> the palace released a picture there, uh, Kensington, of Princess Charlotte for her eighth birthday. Oh, she's so cute. When I saw that, she looks she looks like her dad, I think. She does. She looks like her dad, and she's got, you know, eight-year-olds. They got the teeth. teeth. They the got teeth the big come teeth. In, and they're so, so big. So cute. They're so cute. And they're so big for their mouth. Yes. It's so funny. <laughs> it is. It's, anyway, it's those so are the funny. headlines. All right. Well, it is. I heard, um, oh. I think Hoda and Savannah are going to go. And if you want to watch it, it is an overnight thing that's going to be happening. It's at like one in the morning. And Harry, I read a hairline. I read a hairline about Harry mm-hmm. uh, that he's going to be 10 rows back from the family where he sits. Uh, that is, that better not be true. We'll yeah, see. Let's hope. We'll see what happens. I mean, if King Chuck did that, that would just be too petty. Yeah. That, the pettiness I, of it all would just be. 
He's got to have a man in a gray suit who's telling him the Something. truth. Hopefully. I yeah. just feel like everything since the queen has died has just been... Fakakta. Mm, that's on Charles. You know, mm-hmm. he's yeah. been a pretend king for many, many years. It's hard to be a real king. Boy, and, and really, when you think about it, for many you, years, you're not supposed to let anyone know how you feel about him. You're supposed to be neutral. No. And, and, this, and we learned this in the crown. I mean, yeah. a, a monarchy in today's yeah. world, you yeah. are you are beige. You but, wear but beige. He's not beige. He is a tampon is, king. This is where he's just falling apart because yeah. his emotions take over. Yeah. And he's making decisions based on emotions yeah. that you're not supposed to do as a monarch. Yeah. As a as a leader, you're not supposed to be dealing Imagine on emotions. Imagine what Queen Elizabeth, when he went on the TV show and confessed his affair with Camilla Parker Bowles. Imagine how horrible that would have been. Ah! Oh, jeez. You know, a queen's worth this nightmare for her king in training I son. I think so. I think so. Okay, we have to just talk for a second about this Kevin Costner's wife, Christine Baumgartner, yes. filing for divorce yesterday. After 19 years of marriage, TMZ pays somebody at the courthouse. That's how we even know about it. Kevin Costner's team released a statement to people and definitely he, his representative, whoever wrote this, is probably on the picket line. It is, uh, the way it's worded is with great sadness that circumstances beyond his control have transpired, she cheated, which have resulted in Mr. Costner having to participate in a dissolution of marriage action, she cheated, and we ask that everyone's <laughs> privacy be respected. I mean, we have never read something that so blatantly, basically... As Ann Trester said, Kevin Costner gaslighting his wife with this statement. And, and though, he just released another thing that says, I did not cheat to page six. Because he has a representative, even though she is like a handbag line or something, they probably have the same publicist, yeah, same sure. lawyer. Kevin Costner stunned by divorce and says yeah. he did not cheat, which but, everyone would assume because based on his past history. Yes, Julia. So, and, and also uh, with the fact that Radar had the story that last summer, Christine asked him to quit the series because the sh- yellow schedule... For Yellowstone in Montana was so intensive. They have a 12, a 14, and 15-year-old. This is exactly what Kevin was worried about when he didn't want to have a second family. He doesn't like being full-time dad. He's not the soccer daddy or the baseball dad. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. likes being movie star Kevin yeah. Costner, John Dutton dad. And he, you know, might have some... You know, just maybe he does better being away okay, from Let me his tell you woman. the latest headline. Yeah. Shots fired. Yes. Kevin Costner's Yellowstone co-star Luke Grimes <gasps> highlights. Casey. Casey yeah. highlights his loving marriage amid Oscar winner's second divorce. <laughs> and, and Entertainment Tonight said sources close to production has said he will definitely not return after season five. Well, we got to just finish season five. This Please. is a duh. Yeah. This is kind of a dub, but the other thing is the story, the wild rumor that the that Taylor Sheridan and Christine Baumgartner, Kevin's wife, were doing it. That's now, just, when would that have happened? I don't know, but I like I like wow this. speculation. Is this why Kevin is? It is with great sadness that circumstance. This is no. We okay, promise to be just friends read it again. It is with great sadness yeah, that circumstances beyond his control 
have transpired, which have resulted in Mr. Costner having to participate in a dissolution of marriage action. She did something so bad, he has no choice but to divorce her. In her filing, she asked for full custody of the kids. He did, too. Already and there's still no oh. update on when the cast and crew are going to return to Montana no, they to don't shoot know. the re- remaining ones. Ah. I wonder, do we know if that season, that second half was written yet? No, it wasn't written. Oh, That's why not. it hadn't been oh, filmed. It's going to be a Episodes lot. that were supposed to air this summer hadn't yet be, even gone into production. Right, oh, because God. there were no scripts for Kevin. Remember? And they're you're, moving forward. Right. And yeah. then he Spin-off. moved forward in, with filming this movie, and he still wasn't home. And the second wife... You know, they've been together 25 years. She wants him to be home for the 12, 14, and 15-year-old. And Kevin doesn't want to. So then she had the affair. Because he makes it. That's how it is with great sadness. It's circumstances beyond his control. We have never read this in a divorce. This is no conscious uncoupling. Uh Uh-uh. Okay? I got a vintage scandal for Uh you about Kevin Costner. You know, he's 68. He's got history. Yes, he does. He's got history. <laughs> Everyone has history. It doesn't history. matter what age you are. When we come back, yeah. it's time for random thought. All right, my talkers. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. Now, they're your hometown experts for 30 years when it comes to siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. Now, yesterday I told you all about how if you had some hail damage from the storms from last year, reach out to Jason and the sales team over at Hoffman Weber because they will bring you into a no-pressure, Not it'll be a no-pressure sale. They're going to take care of all the things from insurance and handling it for you. But I also want to tell you about their great job with windows. Now, I'm going to be getting some of my windows replaced, and it's a big deal when it comes to saving energy costs, all kinds of stuff. So when you really want to start out with Hoffman Weber Construction if you're going to get your windows done because not only are they great at, like I said, not a, a non-high pressure sale, they also have an amazing showroom right off of New, in New Brighton, right off of 35W that is kid and dog friendly. So you can see what some of these windows would look like if they're on your house or how it would feel like from the inside of your house. Not a better place to do it. Start at hwconstruction.com for your free in-home consultation. Again, that's hwconstruction.com. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, guys. I'm eating a jelly bean, and I want to tell you, next time you eat a jelly bean, try this trick. Pour jelly beans, multicolored jelly beans, into your hand. Okay. Plug your nose. Bite into it. And just you can't put tell one in your flavor. mouth, and you won't be able to tell, tell the, the flavor. flavor. Do this trick with someone else, because I did this with you. I couldn't tell. And you couldn't tell, and we did it with Q. He couldn't tell. But You can do this with a I onion couldn't tell. and a Granny Smith apple. Yes, you can. Oh, yeah. I remember that trick as a kid. Uh-huh. Once the smell goes, the taste goes. Yeah. That is it. Uh, did you know. get that jelly bean? Was it wandering around in the bottom of a metal drawer? <laughs> we, we have a food drawer that used to have a lot of bubble gum, but Lori ate an entire, ate. <laughs> a, an entire bucket, basically, in four days. I know. I'm worried about my teeth i gotta give them i a wonder rest. why yeah, yeah your jaw oh yeah. man and then today you I brought just like me him. in one is i like just uh, just here julia because i hit them all in four days here's a bubble and i'm I like did you my buy some she no. goes no i got the hairdresser <laughs> they're kind of stale where that came from yeah oh yeah funny. she wouldn't mm-hmm. that just cracked me up so bad okay so I, and i was in walgreens <laughs> today i could have bought some double bubble but oh. i gotta give my jaw rest man well i not mine though you ate all mine all right so this saturday is the animal Humane Society's Walk for Animals. And weirdly enough, I told you last week about the dog influenza, canine influenza. I thankfully have forgotten that you told us about that. I feel like children, pets, um, 
trash, what other things are you a virgin yeah. to? So yeah. anyway, the, this is the first time in 52 years since the Animal Humane Society's had the walk. Lori's suffering from hot foot. Right oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Lori, it's right on the bottom. Yeah. She's taken off her shoe. There's this is where we need cameras. My foot, I need an You probably have fiber. What is it? Fibromyalgia? No, what's the one on your feet? Plantar's fasciitis. No. You need to roll your foot on a golf ball. Oh, where is a golf ball? What do I you think need I have a lacrosse ball, but you have to put a Mother big paper towel girl. over it because your feet stink. I'm going to Vegas. I need these feet. Okay, back to me. Okay, sorry. And this is my two minutes to talk. Okay, sorry. She's hot. She's at that Just line. the one foot. The ball of my foot. What the hell is going on? It's weird because <laughs> when I last summer, and I'm well into <laughs> menopause, I'm just going to say two weeks. Yeah. Last <laughs> summer, last summer, remember the back of my head? Would just sweat, and I'm like, feel it, feel it. I know you never did, I but never Jeff did. did. Jeff, yeah, Jeff nice indulged because we were new. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> feel it, feel it. And he's like, it is hot, sweet. Yeah, feel like it is, but it really wasn't. It, no, Lori, it is. It really was. My foot is only hot inside. Oh no, my head. Like your head was only hot inside. No, no, it was hot on the outside. Can I get back to the Animal and Humane Society and people who are going to yes. be in the walk? Yes. It's for the first time in how many years? Three years at 52. least. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. You're not going to be able to bring your dog. What? <laughs> But you can bring other pets. You can bring your cat, your rabbits, your guinea pigs, your hamster, your ferrets, and others. In the past, they've seen goats, ponies, chickens, ducks, spiders, snakes, ants, and a giant tortoise and a wallaby. No. Um, dog? Is it because there's too many dog fights no, or something? You don't really ever listen unless you do. Would you please put this in yeah. one of the clip blacks or right. whatever you call those things? Our, our, yeah, our promos? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Here, you, tell, her, tell her why. <laughs> well, you only listen if it's you, A, and then B. But your story. Well, I couldn't do it because in the middle of it, you take off your shoe and put your foot up on the counter. I did interrupt <laughs> it, and I've interrupted my thought process, and I can't remember <laughs> the beginning of your thing, so I repeated the question. Oh. Okay. Canine. Influenza. That's right. They're going don't around. They don't want it. dogs near each make other. That clear. You I talked that about it. You can't bring your dogs to dog parks right now okay. to keep them separated. If they're wow, coughing. this is dog COVID. Mm-hmm. It right really now. kind of is. Yeah. Do they have dog masks? No. <laughs> they're just doing, no. they're doing social distancing they're by just, staying in your home. <laughs> right. Right. Two <laughs> so of the three things they're doing very well on. I moving right along. If and when you're driving 60 miles an hour in your car and you sneeze, your eyes are closed for 50 feet. Oh, wow. That's scary. That's Isn't scary. Isn't that? That's a lot. Yeah. I wonder if that's why I get into all my accidents lately. Well, maybe even sneezing your way into one accident after <laughs> another. Sne- oh. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I, I, I mean, you've got two accidents in, in two weeks. Got the rental car, got in an accident right after I got that. I've been in accidents. I'm keeping my eyes on the road. Well, I And trying not so. to sneeze. All right. Yeah. Split Rock Lighthouse is going to honor the late Gordon Lightfoot. Oh, good. Usually every um, every 
November 10th, they light up the Split Rock Lighthouse mm-hmm. to honor the men that were aboard the Emmons Fitzgerald because mm-hmm. that was the day it went down. And um, in 1975, but because Gordon's Gordon Lightfoot was such a great storyteller and he just, people think of him, they're going to turn on the lights tonight on Split Rock. Oh, good. So if you're up there, yeah. um, they just feel like his he just is a big part of that and um, the Split Rock Lighthouse and they're going to honor him tonight. Nice. Yeah. Voila, voila. Voila. Okay. I know that you never eat food or order online or use apps to order food. No. That's not in your thing. No. But I people who do, yeah. and then you go pick it up, and if you realize, oh, God, here comes the foot. Here comes the foot. I won't talk. Oh, Lori's just pushed back, and she's just not even going to be here. All right. Which is just a great cozy. <laughs> I'm listening. Oh, from afar. Okay. So if you notice, Grant. Yeah. When you pick up food you order through an app, she's in pain. I can tell. Um, your food it's order is smaller. Oh, yeah. People, this yes, 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 100%. No, this engineer did a study, and they found out that your food orders are almost 16% smaller if you order through an app. Think because, of it as dieting, then. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, I think dieting. of the price of food right now say, as dieting. Yeah. Not only do those apps upcharge you for the convenience factor yeah. of it, they're giving you the smaller to-go containers, which is probably where part of that percentage goes. But I want you to Hollywood food speak, because okay. this is a classic this is line from Chipotle about okay. um, they admit that this can happen, and here's what they say. Um Customers have the opportunity to completely customize their meal in restaurants by vocalizing their desired portions yes. online. You can also do this digitally, but you can't actually see the food being assembled. Mm. So it's likely that you'll have more control in person. I'm gonna I'm gonna Hollywood food speak that. Okay. When you're standing over the person putting in two kernels of corn <laughs> you in your more. Chipotle thing, they feel pressure to put, put some crap in there. And I'll give you a tip. Okay. If you're going to Chipotle, I always do double meat, okay? okay? Don't say double meat right away. Make them pour the first bit of chicken oh. on there, then say double meat because oh. they will give you less when you do double originally. So pour Scammer. the original amount, then say, I would like double, and then they put more than they would if you said double in the first place. I want to make Every time. so many jokes about do double too. meat. I do too. <laughs> but, Grant, but, Grant, this is great, but think of the pressure if they're only putting in like a... Like it's a true. like a mini fingernail of sour cream. Oh, oh that's true. If I, you're watching them, yeah. I feel pressure if anyone's standing on my shoulder when I'm reading, right, when I'm talking, when I'm doing anything. Yes. yes. So it. I had a fast food experience. You I did like not. To, yes, I went to Burger King. My dad loves Burger King, and I, I went to Burger way. King and got Whopper. two Whoppers, a Junior Whopper, and two order of fries. Oh. And you know, I got two miles away back to my dad's place, and there was only one Whopper and one Junior. I had to turn around and go back you and went get back. the other Whopper. You're supposed to check your bag before you leave the parking lot. Okay, thank you. And this is how inexperienced of a fast food drive-in <laughs> person True. I was. You, you. So that is... Yeah. That is drive in one oh one. Yeah, if you're you're a rookie, clearly am, that is. I'm a rookie. Is. I am a rookie because oh. I always go in. Oh, I God. never even do drive in. I hate talking the machine and everything. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, well, I know. You so I was a rookie. That, that was a rookie. That's because you're gone in the coldest month of the year when we can't get out of our car. Right. We use that damn drive through as much as possible every day. Yes. <laughs> All right, Hammernix Flooring Solutions is having a tax. Saving sale. So less taxing, more saving sale. So they have um, an offer right now that you can save up to $500 for there's 
you know, things on what you spend and blah, blah, yes, blah. But yes. it goes on through May 29th off of certain flooring um, vendors. And we just want you to know that, okay, so last night when we went through the new house that mm-hmm. our friend David has remodeled, beautiful hardwood floors in some areas, beautiful carpeting. Yes. And the carpeting... Um, and it's a light carpeting on the stair- stairs, and I made a comment, and he goes, oh, no, this is new, modern technology carpeting, where if you spill something, it just it, comes right off. It comes right off, But yeah. the pad underneath was so lush. The carpeting was so beautiful. You can have beautiful carpeting in your home again, people, and not worry. Worry about the wear and tear. And the stains and the droppings. Mm-hmm. You're going to love Hammernex upfront 12% discount on all in-stock flooring. Tell them the girl sent you. I have just diagnosed. Who's diagnosing me over here? Her hot foot. Is plantar fasciitis? Or it could be. Is that? But she has it. I've gave you a little cross ball to roll. Oh, on. for goodness sake! Get a golf ball tonight and do it hardcore. Oh. Stacy would tell you to do that. Yeah. No. I apparently ignoring things is not effective. <laughs> no. No. I know. I'm. A, I'm like a man that way. I'm very good at ignoring similar. symptoms and signs. All right. Oh gosh. I, I all the morning shows had a story on the thousands of writers that are on. Strike. I just, uh, I thought they were all pretty good, but CBS Mornings, I really selected this. It was just a little bit shorter about what's going on because really, I mean, anyone who loves movies and TV should be very concerned because what the writers are asking for is reasonable. It is. And the things that the movie studios and producers are holding back on are the very things that... (laughs) Is what screwing writer writers aren't no disrespect to an Uber driver or a Lyft driver, but writing isn't a gig job. No, it isn't. It's not a gig economy job. Good writers, yeah. Anyway, so here's here's the story about the writers hitting the picket line. It's day two now of the strike by TV and film writers demanding higher wages, and they are picketing outside some prominent studios across the country, including our parent company. That would be Paramount. The stakes are big, huge for the future of entertainment, and many shows have already been knocked off the air. Elise Preston has more now from Los Angeles. What do we want? Outside production studios across the country. Thousands of writers have stepped away from their keyboards to form picket lines. Better pay, better residuals, uh, larger writers' rooms. Here in Los Angeles, WGA President Meredith Steam joined protesters outside of Netflix studios. They need to fix the model that they've broken, and until they do, we're going to be here and we're going to be on strike. Late Night has taken the first hit. Daytime shows like CBS's The Talk have also gone dark. And it's the same story for soaps. Let her die. Among popular series, Showtime's hit Yellow Jackets, which is part of Paramount, has stopped working on its third season. Meanwhile, HBO's House of the Dragon will continue production on season two since they tell Variety that scripting is already complete. Cynthia Littleton is the co-editor-in-chief of Variety and author of TV on Strike. She says a prolonged strike would mean writers lose their jobs as studios shift production to unscripted content. The studios are going to lose a lot of money on having to scramble. They're going to have to shut down shows that they thought they were going to produce. There is going to be pain all around. For CBS Mornings, Elise Preston, Los Angeles. Okay, okay. so 
I did uh, a deep dive into what is yes the, really the sticking point. What is it? It's mandatory staffing and duration of employment so that the guild is proposing a company has to staff a show with a certain number of writers for a specified period of time. This is what's called mini rooms. And this is what's happened in the time of screaming. This is what it means because, and they're also worried about the encroachment of AI. Oh, big time, big time. Everyone's worried in all areas of our life. Yeah. But mini rooms are a big deal. What I just read to you, what they're looking for, because it's another way of cutting payments to the writers. They already don't get residuals because why? Well, the of streaming, the streaming thing wasn't written in that contract, you know, really they, when they last right. did it. And, yeah. and then in 2020, they decided not to fight about it because it was COVID. It was COVID. So it's already done. So here's what many, here's how a mini room works. Let's okay, say you writers. pitch a show to a network. Okay. They like it, but they're not a hundred percent sold. Instead of giving you the green light, you get a few months to bang out a few more scripts rather than paying to film a full-blown pilot. And they use a mini room or a truncated writer's room instead of usually there'd be a dozen writers working on a pilot or, you know, a show that someone has said, yeah, we want it. So if you do mini rooms and you just do a mini treatment, a truncated thing, maybe you have six writers and it all happens over Zoom, so no one has to rent a writer's room. And then once the additional scripts are turned in, that's it. It's job over for everyone except for the showrunner. If the network decides they like the show, it's green lit, but none of the writers are invited back. Okay, that's absolutely ridiculous. So the people that created the pilot yes. don't, or maybe except they for did the main three, one. Yeah. No one gets back. The showrunner is on their own. Maybe they can beg enough extra budget dollars to get a couple of the writers back to help during or production or not. But it's very precarious. As for the other right now, the writers are just back scrambling for their next gig, which is also a mini room. Oh, that just doesn't make sense. If so someone we're buys once, something, you don't have We're the... once writing for a TV show was a... Was a steady job, steady years long job yeah. that you could have continuity and right. you were not scrambling like a freelance writer or sure. driver or something like that. It's now, you know, they and they they don't like it. And if the networks pass on the show, the scripts you wrote don't count towards your credits, oh which my can gosh. affect your eligibility for things like um, health care and guild membership. Never mind. Okay, that Months just of feels, work down the yeah, drain. Yeah, that just feels really cool. So that is their big, big And I get point. it. Yeah. Because I understand if they say, no, we don't like this, and you don't get paid. But if they say, yes, we like it, but give us more. Yeah. I know. We so, sort of half want to date and, you, but we don't want to get married to you. And the writers aren't asking to get rich. Word is the compensation package runs about $600 million for the whole guild. It sounds like a lot. But that's two seasons of Citadel on Amazon, two seasons of Stranger Things, or 60% of the Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. Not to mention all right. of the suits that all these streaming places make like $100 million. They're There's plenty. They're, they're spending billions on producing the shows, but they're balking at paying the people who write the shows. Which is what the shows are about, which... 
It makes no sense. No, it so doesn't. this because is why you they can have tell. to strike. And this is what we can tell if you watch season five of Yellowstone. Oh, how it weak got, it was the terrible. writing was. The writing was terrible. Right. Because and there was beef or we don't Taylor even know. was distracted, but Kevin Costner becoming the governor of Montana is so bad. not John oh, Dutton. He would have that's that thank you. That is the he of just resists government and control right. in all first four seasons, and all of a sudden he wants to take control? I can see why Kevin was mad at Taylor yeah. that he got talked into that. And then I could see how it could have been um, not in his control to get divorced. Uh, circumstances beyond his control. If Taylor had a thing with his oh. wife, I just don't know when that would have happened. I don't That was a blind and everyone was I guessing. That I don't was, know either. Anyway, but... But yeah, there's this the the whole thing. So the writers have to, uh, you know, they have to do this because that is just so bad. And the fact Look that they what, don't get residuals off of anything that streams. That's just. And I could see what they need to do with streaming is have it like after, you know, you just should get it. People are making a ton of money. I don't understand it. The people at the bottom never and get much. The people so at the time. Much money at the, promotion. I know. And yeah. Opera, yeah. 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 It okay. doesn't make any sense. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. So that was just a little bit. Obviously, uh, you could tell the writers for this show quit 20 years ago. Julia, we are the writers <laughs> out loud right. in our minds. I know. I wish we had scripts some days. <laughs> well, speaking of TV, uh, I'd like to report that the Hollywood Reporter has declared Queen Charlotte a Bridgerton story on Netflix. Netflix, which thankfully, you know, dropped and has was already written and filmed. Um, it's a delectable romantic treat. Oh, I'm interested in yes. this. The 17 year old princess who becomes the queen. It's May 4th. It yes. comes out what? It's Today. this Friday. No, this. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow. No. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It drops. Oh, my gosh. This has felt like so long because you didn't like the last. Bridgerton. I didn't watch Bridgerton, too, but I'm in on Queen Charlotte. I want to know what makes that queen tick. I want to meet her as a 17 year old. This sounds right up my alley. You know, it really I does. Yep. It, it really shows does about sound 17 good. and 18 year olds. It does sound Remember good. How good rain was on the CW. I, I only watched a season. of oh, it. There were so, so many good episodes. about the young Mary Queen of Scots. Mm hmm. Oh, anyway. Okay, they are giving your t- us the time when this is getting released on Netflix about, um, in Brazil, yeah. 4 a.m. Oh, people in, are, this is going to be devoured. In India, oh, yeah. 12.30, United States, 12 o'clock a.m. Shonda, I would not be surprised, would be out on the picket line with her writers. There's oh. a lot of actors walking um, with the picket lines. Right, Rob Lowe was out there, I heard. Natasha Leone. Jane. I mean, anyone who's a fan of, like, I mean, they don't have anything to say or do if they don't have writers. Yeah. And I'm glad they see that, but and they're doing it in solidarity. And who knows, you know, like, I mean, things could get so contentious. Are, is the Screen Actors Guild going to have to take a position and align and Try and get their actors. Who knows? Yeah, who who knows? knows? Who can say? Mm-hmm. Who can say? But it's. I think it's time for Hollywood it speak. Is. We can say that. Lori and Julia here to talk divorce once again with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. 
The topic of timing comes up. Is there a right time to get divorced? It's so sad anyway, but does this concern other couples? People do ask me that question. Some people think, I'll wait till the kids are out of school and get their finals and it'll be summer. Or I get the opposite. They say, well, I want to get them back in school and they're in the routine. And so the timing tends to revolve around kids more often than not. And the reality is that for most people, it's simply a personal decision. The only time I say you need to move sooner rather than later is when you're concerned about physical safety of anyone in the family or you're concerned the other side may be depleting money. If timing is something that people are worried about, will you be able to address that in the free one-hour consultation? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, during the consultation, when you're getting more facts about each specific case, that's when you can decide whether or not the timing really is a priority in that particular matter. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, call Trussler Family Law. Find them online at trusslerlaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Okay, there, there's stuff to Hollywood speak. Okay. Okay, this... This is the headline, and then this is the quote. Okay. Mark Wahlberg weighs in on Hollywood's Ozempic. Here's how he weighs in. To each his own. But I do encourage people to eat right and exercise. That is not weighing in. No, no, on he said Ozempic. more, Lori. It's, he said everybody has their own path. Right. I don't knock anybody for making their own choices. Right. But I prefer. He's not weighing in on anything. He's not. Not he really. didn't even say he's, but he. We all know his regime. Yeah, he's is, in yeah. his crazy hours. He works. Yeah, but that is a clickbait headline to say that he's. I clicked on it. That he's weighing in, and I'm like, yeah, but he really didn't. He was just like, well, whatever, you know. If that's I clicked what, on it, you know, works for you. So that that I did. is. Going I have one on. for you. Okay. Um, Carrie Fisher is getting her star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame tomorrow, but her only brother Todd Fisher says the family is shutting out him out of it attending. I think he's the one who spearheaded he her getting this he star. Spearheaded oh, no. this. He spearheaded this. Did Billy not like her uncle? That's what I'm wondering. And he, he says, um, <gasps> here's, here's what they told him. Okay, so his team reached out to the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, which oversees the Walk of Fame. Because you have uh, to raise a certain amount of money, 25 or you got to yep. pay for your own star. And he just reached out for clarity mm-hmm. on the event tomorrow. He says he was told the guest list was controlled by Disney. Todd says Disney oh, they paid. They got they paid for the star. star. Good car. Okay, yeah. Todd says Disney told him the final say came down to Carrie's family, and he says he was told they had fa- they had already filled the thirty seats allowed. Oh no! And not and oh. not to add any more stress to his niece Billy Lord over his snub. That, that, that's, that's, you can't snub the uncle. You can't they snub were, the brother. The that's brothers, very they, bad. Were best, they were inseparable for 60 years, Carrie and her brother. Yeah. And it says, um, well, there's obviously bad blood happening somewhere. I, I know. And in, in her brother, Todd, says that he, he's the only brother. Billy's the only daughter. Uh-huh. He says it's a distressing situation because the event is about her, mm. not him, not her family. Oh. And I don't deserve to be put in this position we agree Todd yeah mm-hmm. yeah I want to know what's going on and I'm surprised she didn't have a star before this no and it's Star Wars Day tomorrow you know may yeah. the 4th be with you that's right yeah. I think that's so terrible Dis- it's terrible it's I terrible. think it's terrible. Disney bouncer they could I could think you invite I don't think it's Disney at all it's it's Billy Lord and her dad I guess Brian Lord yeah like there's that. a reason oh. why oh. if they wanted him to come okay it's not like they have a lot of family members. No, alive. it's a small family, right. very right. small family, an only daughter of an only daughter, and yes, you know. Okay, so 
Keith McNally, do you know who that is? McNally Lear? No, Balthazar. Oh. The restaurateur. Okay. The oh, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The that, guy who read James Corden, the riot act, yes. and they went back and forth. It yes. was quite funny. Yes. yes. Um, yes, 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 yes. So the restaurateur, Keith McNally, uh, released, He. I, I don't know why I didn't catch this earlier, but he did a video. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, a week ago Monday when Corden did the Adele and he he did a 21-minute carpet yeah, karaoke yeah, yeah, yeah. with um, Adele. So McNally went to Instagram yesterday with his take on this, you know, like a week later. Like the 21-minute Just the whole Adele video. And James Corden was just in town. He and his wife went to the Met Gala. Okay. And here's what he writes. He said... His guest was his, and this is on Instagram, he loves okay. to go on a tear. His guest was his great friend, and he puts great in quotations, friend Adele, whose makeup was so hideously overdone and fingernails <laughs> so long, she resembled a particularly cruel and scary Cruella DeVille. Oh, oh my They Lord. are brilliant performers, but like many brilliant performers, they're profoundly inauthentic. Never more so than when they were being honest about themselves, as inauthentic people tend to do all the bleep in time. Um, it was sickening. At one point, Adele theatrically broke down on camera, and then he writes in all capital letters, it was complete bleep and schlock. And oh, I James love this. Corden, the king of insincerity himself, it was the biggest pile of horse hockey <laughs> I've seen in 40 years. Wow. All on Instagram. This is hysterical. I'm watching it. You know, I couldn't watch a carpool karaoke for five minutes, much less 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were clever and stuff, but I didn't like, I didn't, I couldn't sit through it. I was too bored. They did a lot of um, talking. You got me through the day. They did a lot of like, look inside our friendship and they both cried. And I got to say, I only watched like um, the first three minutes because once I knew they were going to move into feelings. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 with I couldn't do it, but yeah. I admired People her. People liked it, actually. I admired her eye makeup, and I've never understood those claws. We, you and I can't. Mm-hmm. I but, wouldn't mind having a half of a claw. How about that? I mean, he, he sets fire to I the like it. There jungle, must be the more. And there must be something more the there. The king of insincerity. Okay. There must be something more there. What do you make of Madonna posting a photo of her and Julia I Garner saying, this. "Bitch, we're Madonna." Uh huh. Munching on French fries. They were at a birthday party. Yes. Uh, for uh, somebody that Madonna knows, uh, cameraman Stephen look at, Klein. Look at how you say her name. I know. Someone that Madonna knows. <laughs> He's someone. Okay, I'm looking at he. How, he, I think photographed. I don't know. I don't know if he did the sex book, but I he's think Stephen Well, this kind of maybe the biopic is back on. Well, um, you know, last summer Dumois shared the anonymous tip that uh, that the, the movie was a nightmare production because of the script and constant changes and how much money it was going to cost. Yeah. So anyway, I'm but they're together. To just hold on. Mm-hmm. Just go hold on. And it's called Little Sparrow is what the self-directed universal biopic working title for the Madonna biopic was called. The Spar- Little Sparrow, which I don't know if she realizes, is a famous Dolly Parton song. 
I was going to say, is that, an inside, is that an inside thing? Because, I mean, from afar... We I, never heard this name. Okay, then that, that makes sense to me. Because, like, I'm like, well, if you're trying to connect to the masses with this, which she is a massive star, wouldn't you make it something that, like, like the, the Whitney Houston one? Yeah. Uh, what is the song? You know, everybody, yeah. let's, the dance. You everybody know? is yeah. Madonna. Yeah, you know, I just know. give me something better than, I didn't even know that was, that, that doesn't even have a connection to her. Yeah, Little little Sparrow. I'd rather the movie be called Bitch for Madonna. Yeah, or yeah. just so Madonna. Would I. Yeah. But Little Sparrow is the name of a Dolly Parton. It's her, it was, um, we fell in love with it, Julia, because it was a bluegrass it Dolly was. Parton. If you found that song, it was a bluegrass Dolly Parton album. And like she hadn't ever done bluegrass before, even though that's music that she grew up with and stuff. So it's a weird working title, but they look cute together eating their French fries. And they were at a party, like I said, for Stephen Klein. So Julia, um, you know, was in town because she went to the Met Gala. She did go to the Met Gala. And she looked beautiful. I love that cape she had on. The cape was great. I don't like her hair. Oh, I think that she... perm thing. I don't like it. Oh, perms He's... are in. I know, but Did I you don't see care. all the perms. Yeah, I don't like Amanda Seyfried had a perm. The younger people who had never done it before are doing it. That's Blake what, Lively that's looked like she had a perm. That's what's happening. Blake has naturally curly oh, hair. Oh, she does. She has naturally curly hair. All right, what was the other one? Do you have Little Sparrow? Yeah, this is kind of beautiful. Okay. Let's check yeah. this out. You know what it reminds me of? We three kings of Lessons. Bearing kiss from What's Chavala going on with that Sheeran's trial? Fueled oh, did you see about uh, what he missed? He misses grandmother's funeral. funeral. Oh, poor Ed. He I... is determined. This is how much, and I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but like I was going to bring this to 515. This show, like if he, 98 years old, I believe his grandma was, yeah. and his father was giving the uh, eulogy and said, you know, Ed couldn't be here because he's defending his right for his music right now. You know, Ed, like yesterday we said, he said that if he if he's proven guilty, he's going to quit music. Right. Now, I mean, he is missing his grandmother, the matriarch of his family's funeral yeah. to prove his innocence. He is determined. Well, I mean, we've listened to the songs. They don't sound anything no, like... No, he should win, but... Yeah, Billy and Billy Lord confirmed why she didn't invite... She doesn't like her uncle. Mm. <laughs> she, she says he was capitalizing on her mother's death. Oh, dear. Yikes. Oh, dear. It means right, he was well, selling we'll, stuff from the house. We'll have, oh, no. Oh, that's that's what that means. About this star, later. Star, <laughs> star Wars stuff. <laughs> May the fourth be with you. That's we'll true. We'll be back. Yes.